The footy was created on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to all First Nations people and acknowledge their profound contribution to the game we bloody love. This is the Grouse House Podcast. We're back, folks. Welcome to the footy with Kelly. We're coming to you live from San Francisco and we've got a balls load of footy (laughs) stuff to talk about. We've got what we've been doing. We've got, um, I've prepared the best trivia ever. Okay, great. We're going to talk to Marnie, get up to date on the W and then the entire trade. We're going to grade every team's trade period. Okay. So I know we want to go to um, In-N-Out in and out Burger, <laughs> but we may not have time. <laughs> Bounce that pill. Hello and welcome to the Footy Rod and Kelly. I'm Rod and Kelly coming to you live from San Francisco, the home of... <sighs> Big Bridges? Yeah, Pixar. Oh, uh, uh, LucasArts. LucasArts. Um, um, test, test. Head, Twitch head office Twitch here. Oh, that shit. Yeah. And broken in cars yes. A lot of broken in cars Yeah Tom This uh, Today with me is Tom Hi Hi uh, Tom Where uh, We are on the home stretch of our in- We're still overseas Yeah Do you remember when we were doing Talking about We did recordings in Glasgow And we are talking about How we're overseas it's Insane I can't believe how long We've been away for And we go home this week Thank when God. we Next time we record We'll be in Brunswick. Yeah, thank God, I reckon. Yeah. Enough of this traveling the world and <laughs> yeah. living rich, full lives. Yeah. Because we are tight. We, we, today, we came from Vancouver to San Fran. Mm-hmm. I've got some very important news. Can you put some intense music on, Tom? I certainly can. This is important news, folks. This is something you all need to just put in your pockets and carry with you for the rest of your lives. This is big news. Mm. McDonald's in Canada is the best McDonald's in the world. Yeah. There it is, folks. Mikrustelon. No. Is what I had for lunch. You just made that up. No, that's the name of the burger. What's the burger? Um, I took a picture of it. I tell, I get Maccas every time I go to Canada. So for Broden, this is a new thing. But for okay, me, this I'll, is while you're doing that, let me explain. <laughs> here's, here's all you need to know, folks. Number one, they're still flurrying the McFlurry. Yes. None of this... Putting the shit on top and handing and it hand to you. Just handing it to you like a storm. What is it, a storm? Some of our audience might not even be old enough to realise that the McFlurry is called the McFlurry for a reason. They used to flurry it. There's, there's a machine that they connect the spoon in and then it would go and, and flurry it up. Yeah. Hence the McFlurry. Yeah. The muck is just a thing they put on all of their stuff. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And so they do that still. Yeah. So I had a McFlurry for the first time since I was, what, 14? I had one yesterday too. And then also I had a double cheeseburger and yeah. better cheese was better. More love in it. I think it's the French. And a large fries was is a large fries, like an yeah. American large fries. And then the chicken nuggets felt like real chicken. I don't know if it was, but it felt more to me like real chicken. Yeah, no, the, I had the McCrustillon, um, which is a McCrispy. McCrustillon. <laughs> McCrustillon. And um, I really liked, I, really, I thought the chicken was really, really good. I, I feel like the chicken... In Canada, shits on the McDonald's chicken in Australia. I agree. And um, what was I going to say? Yes, I had I had a McFlurry. I was going to say something else really important about McDonald's. Yeah, what Canadian. Was it, I don't know, man. You have to have your own thoughts in your own head. Yeah, and I, I did. And then, carry and then your... I got distracted by the McCrustillon. You fucking. It was that... really nice. 
Okay. It's always nice there. Great. <laughs> All right. And what what else? What other food have you liked? People want to know. Oh, what? that's what I was going to say. So at so, after, so when you go to Canada and you have McDonald's, you get the poutine on the side. That's where you effed up. Well, you can. The you poutine's can get the really poutine nice because it's not too funky. It's but just if a nice... I'm gonna, Tom, yeah. if I'm going to get poutine, yeah. I'm going to get the best poutine. I'm not going to go to McDonald's and get poutine. Yeah, no, I understand that. But what I've often said on this show is that I don't even like McDonald's chips, but it's what you pair it with. Remember we had this big discussion and I said... McChicken sauce and I've, I've you've never talked before. I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But what I'm saying is, if you're gonna get chips, the poutine shits on the chips. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Even though it's not as nice as like real poutine, yes. it's really nice. It's just the chips with some really nice gravy and some really nice cheese curds. Okay, great. I accept that. Uh, we're gonna go get In and Out after this. Which yeah, I'm we are. There's an In and Out across the road. People regularly rate that the best burger in the world. Yeah, exactly. I, it's, it's, it's not for me. It's not my number one. No, no I think Shake Shack's better. I think that Five Guys is the best one. Yeah. See, you're wrong and Zach's wrong. <laughs> yeah, everyone has, is entitled to their own taste, I guess. Um, a lot has happened in the footy as well, which we'll get into. Yeah. Uh, but first, I've prepared the best trivia game ever. Hit that sting. I've made the best quiz, and this is brought to you, of course, by our good mates at Quizmeisters. With over 150 shows a week, Quizmeisters is Australia's most popular and least shit trivia. Mm. Tom, I have prepared for you. Here's the game. Okay. Don't look at my laptop. I'm not looking at your laptop. Okay. <laughs> it, this, this segment's called Worst Stadium in Town. Oh, I, easy. I've prepared for you. Yeah. These are one-star Google reviews okay. from stadiums around Australia. Yeah. And I want you to guess what stadium it is. Okay. You put some music on. Yeah, yeah, there's chill music underneath. Oh, great. Now there's bangers going. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, here's the first one. Yeah. Sunday, 30th of April. AFL scores very hard to see on main scoreboard. The score should be the main focus <laughs> on a scoreboard. Yeah. So this could be any stadium in Australia. Yes. That's going to be really hard to guess. Yes. Um, I would... Um, Think of a place... The hint there is the scoreboard's bad. Yeah. So the Gold Coast one is really bad because they only have one at one end. That's true. Um, it's really hard to see if you're sitting on in the wrong spot. Yes. Wales um, has small screens. Marvel has small screens. But I was thinking it could be the G with too much um, advertising or something. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're going with? No, I'll go Marvel. Okay, well, it is the MCG. <laughs> is it? Give yourself a ding, ding. <laughs> Sad. Uh, even you can even make, take me going ding, ding and, and put then it there. Do it, yeah. So you were almost right. Yeah, almost. Number two. This is a one-star review from this place. Okay. Terrible layout. Hard to find where the ex- where to exit mid-game. No signage directing to train station. Mm. Tiny sign directing to Latrobe Street. I spoke to other <laughs> fans. They agreed too difficult. It's so built up, perhaps need lines painted on the concourse, <laughs> like they do in hospitals. <laughs> That's <laughs> definitely Marvel. Ding, ding. <laughs> there you go. So you're one, you're one, one. Yeah, I'll give myself a half point for at least mentioning MCG last time. Number three, was surprised to realise it's completely cashless at this venue. Couldn't purchase anything mm-hmm. as I only had cash. Luckily, a few a few a few food vans accepted cash, but there was only three of them there. Okay. Mm. Mm. No mentioning of being cashless on their website either. 
You think it's over? No. <laughs> Disappointing that my right to pay with my hard-earned cash money was been taken away by this venue. Even more disappointing to not have been able to purchase food or drink from the majority of vendors. So this person has said 14 times yeah. they couldn't get food. Yeah, no, that's really disappointing for them. I think... A cashless venue. Yeah, so this is obviously someone who lives in deep bush. So straight away I'm drawn to the northern states. Interesting. Potentially Brisbane. But then when you said food trucks, I was like, I don't mm. think there's going to be food trucks but at the on- Gabba. Only three. Yeah, so Adelaide Oval has that cool little part where there's like where you can stand around. Yeah. So I'm going to go Adelaide Oval because you can stand there and go to a food truck. That's your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. Correct. Yeah. Are you looking at my laptop? No, I say, no, 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 not at all. There's nothing, there's <laughs> nothing to, to, uh, to suggest that that's Adelaide Oval, no, Tom. But, no, there is. Where would you put a food truck at the MCG? There are food trucks at the MCG. I've never seen a food On truck the concourse. at the MCG. Actually, next to gate two and gate three, yeah. there's a donut place. Yeah. I've probably talked about it. It's the best oh, donut. Oh, do you mean outside of the G? Well, that, I, I don't know what this person means. Yeah, right. Because I was thinking the only place I've ever seen food trucks in the G, like in the stadium, is in Adelaide and in Gold What did they say? They said- I assume they were talking about like in the ground because they couldn't get out. Luckily, a few food vans accepted cash. Yeah, I reckon that's in the stadium. I no, there's no. Oh, there, no, there are food trucks in the stadium. Yeah, that's what I think. But okay. only three. That's right. the thing. But hey, Broden, here's the thing, right? Yeah. The the darker underbelly of my of my answer was, I was thinking, where are the biggest bogans that only have cash? Yeah, and that's true. And it's Adelaide. It's true. <laughs> it's Adelaide. Here we go. <laughs> Number four. Your are you two from you two one? I'm three one. Three fucking hell. Jeez, I'm these, I thought these would be impossible. Right? I, I thought so too. When you were pitching it to me, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to guess these. This is going to be a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Should never be allowed to play there while it's under construction. Scoreboards are Geelong. tight. And they them, uh, are tiny. And then they zoom <laughs> out on plays so you can't see. Yeah. Surely GMHBA. That's the only one under construction. Correct. Yeah. But you, Tom, this is a play along. So don't, <laughs> while I'm reading. Sorry, I got excited because I'm doing so good. Last time I got nothing right. Yeah, because you're a dumb cat. Uh, next time I'm going to ask you the questions, mate. All right. Number, what are you on? You're on 4 1 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 4 1. Worst sports ground in Australia. Okay. The lack of public toilets in the Clive Churchill stand oh, okay. is a disgrace. Staff not knowing where toilets are located shows a lack of training. Having to go down the stairs to join a queue that then goes back upstairs to the bar is embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, Flights, I agree. Wait, fights breaking out with no security or police to be found. Yeah. All right, can I talk you through this? Yes. So I've never heard of Clive Churchill. I knew that. That's why I kept it in. But I think for some reason that's screaming Adelaide again or Hobart. Um I don't think Optus Oval would have a Churchill stand because it sounds very regal and royal and old school British. Uh-huh. So I don't want to do Adelaide again because we've already done Adelaide. So what's the Hobart one? The, the Blundstone Arena. No, 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 no. The, the big one where that, they played the cricket. That, that Blundstone. Is that a Blundstone? I believe so. No, where's like Ricky Ponting grew up? What do you want from me? What do you want from? I'm telling you where the cricket was. No, that was not where all the famous test matches were played, was it? They don't play that many down there. No, but when they used to, they used to play them all the time down there. It was called... um, They're Bell Reeve. Bell Reeve. 
That's my guess. But that's Blundstone Arena. Oh, is it actually? Yes. Oh, so it's a naming rights thing. Yeah. Right. I, I thought Belle Reve was like a cooler place. It's located in Belle Reve, a suburb in the eastern shore of Hobart, holding 20,000 people. It's the largest capacity stadium in Tasmania. Yeah, so I think they'd have like a church. Is Churchill like a, a British guy? I don't know who he is. Oh, Winston Churchill. But we got to stop this. You're incorrect. Oh. Ding, ding. It's the SCG. Right. Which you've That's been to before. That's another regal. It's a, bizarre, it's a bizarre entry where you go up and down and then... All right, I've last... got a pitch for you just quickly. Yeah. We get rid of the Churchill stand and we rename it the Buddy stand. You don't even know what it is though. <laughs> yeah, but... You it... don't even know... Oh, that's a great idea. 4-2. All right, 4-2. Um, oh, but I should mention if, you, if it's 4-3, you get your dick cut off. Oh, not again. Um... Sunday roast was started at 12.30pm. Yeah. After a short wait, we were served by S. Angry Chef. Yeah. When seeing the dried out roast, I asked politely if there was any pink meat. And nope, <laughs> was the short, sharp answer. <laughs> I chose lamb and the chef... Oh, they wrote chief. And the chief <laughs> and the chef turned the roast around and cut off all the black straw type meat and slopped it on my plate with his final word of next... Oh, God, that's screaming G again, but I feel like you wouldn't have had the same answer twice. You reckon that's MCG? Yeah, the MCG is the only place with like a long room where you'd get a roast meal. Where You wouldn't get a roast meal anywhere else in Australia, I don't think. Um, a hint, yes, you can. <laughs> okay. Optus, and, the, and one has dry meat. Optus wouldn't have dry meat. Oh, what's the Freo one? Because apparently that was really bad. Frio? No, no, no. No? You're talking about Subiaco? Yeah. That was both of them. Right. I will, as my final answer, (laughs) I'll lock in the Gabba. Ding, ding. Incorrect. The answer is Kazali Stadium. Oh, right. That makes sense. Which is in Cairns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more successful as like a... As like a pokey sort of RSL situation. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like a sport thing. Cool name. Congratulations, Tom. Thank you. Once again, that quiz was brought to you by Quizmeisters. So if you're keen to ensure the work Christmas party, your next birthday, or other special events don't suck, they'll sling you 10% off with the code bounce that pill, because that's what we say on this show, Tom. Yes, it is. When you book, head to quizmeisters.com forward slash the footy to find your nearest venue. Or book a show. Our next guest, not a guest, our next star of the podcast, recorded this just before they had to go and cover the footy themselves. Please welcome Marnie Vinyl. Coming to us live from Melbourne, Australia, it's Marns. And then Tom put under this just some like big band. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to. Yeah. <laughs> Marnie, it's Hello? Marnie vinyl. Yay! And the crowd goes wild. That's great. Yeah, they do. Welcome. Yeah. How you been, Mans? Yeah, I mean, pretty good overall, I think. What's Footy's news? good. The state of the world is bad. Mm. Um, so You're eating well, well? Yeah. Yeah, pretty well. I've been really getting into mangoes, so that's good. Are there mangoes um, at Woolies now and Coles? There are, yeah. It was like $2.50. That, that, that is, is the, a steal. That makes me want to come home to Australia. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. you put your mangoes in the fridge? Uh, yeah, I put all my fruit in the fridge. 
I don't think that that's uh, the accurate thing to do, but I do do that. Yeah. So, well, it depends yeah. if you need them to ripen more. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I've got bananas, pears, mangoes, and blueberries. Okay, and strawberries money, in there yeah. money, no, no, money. No, no, get no, those no, nanas no. out of the fridge. Yeah, they need to ripen more. But I like them cold. <laughs> get them nanas out of the yeah, fridge. Yeah, my wife freezes yeah. her bananas, but she lets them ripen until she wants to, you know, for the next day. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So if Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. So you can buy them on Monday and then if you're not going <laughs> to eat one till Thursday, chuck it in the freezer on Wednesday. Yeah, okay. So well, it can I mean, I've, got, I've got a lot of frozen bananas in... How long can you keep them frozen for? Because oh, I have heaps in there for smoothies, forever. but like... I think forever. forever. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Several absolutely. years. Yes. I, I look, well, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but I believe mm. you can, a banana can be frozen for upwards of 9,000 years. Yeah. There's woolly mammoths who are preparing for a Nutribullet um, and their bananas are still good mm-hmm. in their freezer. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's comforting. Um, we haven't been able to talk about enough W um, because we've been over here and it's been played at 1am, yeah. but I've, yeah. I've kept abreast um, and it's been great. I've been enjoying mm-hmm. it. Do you know what's great about Watch AFL overseas at the moment, Marns, is that you can, it's back to being able to download games really yes i didn't know that That's so cool. on planes like we just flew down from uh vancouver to seattle no where are we san fran yes and <laughs> i watched the north nam game and yeah, cool. i just watched as the mighty d's who everyone was like oh but they're playing north they're very good mm. they're a legit team and nam just went oh that's cute and then just like yeah. kicked <laughs> yeah. their foot it was ass. top of the table clash, yeah. right? Just about, right? Well, Adelaide lost. Yeah, it was 2v3. Yeah. Um, but now Nama back number one. So. North looked pathetic and they are scum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite. Yeah. Kearney, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to agree that they were Kearney, good, that bunch, Gria, Jasmine and Kearney, they can get stuffed because the Ds are the best team in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And they're well, not, their off-field yeah. behaviour is good and that's why I love this team <laughs> so much. Mans, have you how 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 do you, what would you rate this football season now as a grade for the oh, W? Oh, overall? Yes. I mean, it's hard because it's still in its infancy stage. We feel like if I think about the it in the context in the context of forever and ever A for W, probably like it's not that high, but right now it's A Plus, yes. Plus. Mm. Like, it is the best season, I think, that we have ever had. It is so exciting. There's so many... And, like, yeah, you've got, like, Nam, obviously. <laughs> Who can stop them? Yes, no <laughs> one. Apart um, from Adelaide the other day. <laughs> can we talk about that yeah, very yeah. quickly? Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. So, Adelaide lost. But I'm not that sorry. <laughs> Adelaide, we were playing Adelaide, right? Yeah. And then in the... Did you tweet in the first quarter? Because I saw it after yep. the game, Marnie. Yeah, I tweeted in the first quarter. Yeah. She's like, they cannot be beaten and yeah. they never will be beaten. And then we lost... You tweeted when the game was on. And then we yep. lost, but we're back. We're back in a big way now. Yeah, but I, as I've apologised to you, but yes. I had to do it for my dad, who is a mad Adelaide Crows fan. I had to muzz Melbourne to get Adelaide <laughs> over the line. I just had to do it for my blood. He's he's the one who lives in. He doesn't live in Adelaide. He just likes Adelaide, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was born in Adelaide, so he goes for all Adelaide teams. But he's like fully, did, like thinks we're gonna be in Adelaide for the grand final. Like he's got that set. Is this the same person? Crows who, are in the grand final. Is this the same person who taught you to put fridges in the bananas in the fridge? <laughs> no. You've just done this. I've just done that all on okay. my own. All right, we've well, yeah. got to look back into that later. I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I've got some questions for you about the footy season. Get get us yep. and the audience up to yep. date as we lead into the finals. If people haven't been up to date with every game so far, 
we're going to have a little crack at getting people the cliff notes, the spark notes. Yeah. When you were at uni, mm-hmm. did you use spark notes? Um, I used them in high school, but not uni. Oh, okay. Because mm. when we were in uni, because we're older than you, we used spark notes. And at drama school, um, they'd make you do these classes on English literature. And actors are really dumb, money. So we didn't read any of the books. Mm. And then we'd go on Spark Notes and just copy it. And then because it was a, mm-hmm. a, a university where they didn't really care, we used, that's what happened. So you just handed that in. So uh, give us <laughs> the Spark Notes on the, on the AFLWC. My first question for you is mm-hmm. who are the genuine contenders for the flag? Like who, if you're listening now, who are the teams who, mm-hmm. oh, hang on, my team might get a cup here. Who should who should be watching? It's, I think everyone could have guessed this at the start of the season, but Nam, Adelaide and Brizzy. And then North are like knocking on the door and like they're definitely in the top four, but like Melb, Adelaide, Brizzy are like just a step above so they everyone are, else. They are so strong. They And they have been for the last... Uh, what six seven years of W as well? They've been, it's been those three teams usually fighting it out, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So even in the there's been six grand finals, Adelaide have won three of them. Yes. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. It's majority. You, there's either been Brisbane or Adelaide or Melbourne in the grand finals. Would you call your dad a bandwagoner? Then he's just like he just no. goes where the cups are. <laughs> no, because he was um, Adelaide way before okay. the W came in his poor little heart. But because the only grand finals that he's been to where his team has won, the <laughs> Adelaide Crows and Adelaide Thunderbirds. So if it wasn't for women's sport, he would never see his winning team in a grand final. So I'm sorry for my ignorance. I'm really proud of that. Yeah. Who is the Thunderbirds? Yeah, I never heard of them. Nepal. Get right. G-T-F-O. And are they yeah. named after the, the puppet? The puppet? <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, they're Thunderbirds, Not that they could be. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to look into that. Um, okay, yeah. so do you know who I feel a little bit bad for in that group of four is because, is North, because they've been good since the start. They've been a really good team all the way through. Emma Kearney has always been great. Carney. Carney <laughs> has always been great. And... They've never quite gotten there. Like, if I look back at the last seven years of watching the W, I'm always Mm -hmm. afraid of them. They always look really, really good. But they've never got a flag. And they're not going to this year because the D's have got it. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a a fair argument. Uh, I feel like, I mean, out of all the expansion teams that have come in, they are the most successful and so I don't feel that bad. Let's be honest. Let's like be honest, Marnie. Running. Let's be honest. Yep. As I was talking about them, you were shaking your head vehemently. <laughs> oh. I was, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just don't feel... Because if you're going to talk about teams to feel sorry for, I mean, even in that lot, Brizzy lost 16 players through the expansion. Yes, okay. And they rebuilt and they're still incredibly strong. You've got Adelaide who, in their last premiership it very much felt like in the rooms afterwards like well that was nice but like we're probably like the dynasty's probably done because like Porter coming in they lost Aaron Phillips they lost Ange Foley but mm-hmm. they've kept um and been quite strong and then you've got I mean like if we're talking about <laughs> teams to feel sorry for you've got GWS you've got Western Bulldogs I feel like <laughs> North are flying and they're all having a great time yeah they can go to there. but I will say the Jazzy Garner has been like historically robbed yeah. of um votes when it comes to Oh, yeah. The W Award. In the game I just watched, it was absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. But the, they didn't score after quarter time. Like, come well, on. They were playing be, against be the greatest that. team to ever play. <laughs> it was cool. Is they came out and they were like, we're going to win. And they looked really good. And Melbourne just went like, 
a UFC fighter just went, yep, and got him in a hold and just choked him out. And they didn't score. I don't think they got a point mm-hmm. in the second half. They got a they got a behind right at the end of the game. Oh, that's cute. But they basically <laughs> were held cute. scoreless for three quarters. Mm-hmm. You're talking in there as well about Brisbane and how big a powerhouse Brisbane are, and they've mm-hmm. lost. Imagine a team in the men's losing 16 of their first 16. 20 of their first 22, yeah. just about, and then showing up the next year and still being good. How is that actually and even possible? The final. Yes. So they lost those players during 1920, and then 21, they won. The premiership. And then they lost their best and fairest player in Emily Bates. And they lost Greta Bodie. They're like one of their leading goal kickers last season to Hawthorne. So like they've, lost, they've been decimated. Is it the coach? Who? Why are they still so good? No. Oh, why, I thought you meant why they lost all their players. Uh, <laughs> no, we love Craig. <laughs> I, I'm just going to cut it up um, so it's you going, is it their coach? No, he's not the reason. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Craig is like, yeah. And the standards he sets are just like a step above all. Like, I reckon. Maybe not Nam, maybe not Adelaide, but, like, a lot of these teams, especially because it is still semi-professional. Like, I don't want to... Um, no, whatever. So, there was these two <laughs> players... Um, we're getting hot scoops. Who, time. after mm. they were in Melbourne for the Brisbane men's grand final, and then the week after they got dropped from the side for a lack of professionalism, and Craig just said in a press conference, all he'll give away is a lack of sleep. So you can make, you can read between the lines. Did they go to there. the harness racing with Ginevan, did they? <laughs> <laughs> well, but even that, just like you, you know, you have one late night and you are out of the side. Like the standards they've set, like it's, they are treating it like such an elite program it's funny, over there, okay. which comes down from Craig. It's funny you mention the standards he sets because the only thing I know about this man you know what I'm going to say, Marnie, is him at the at the award ceremony put it, drinking <laughs> a whole fucking beer from a boot. Like it scum. was a mimosa yeah. from his dress shoe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference between the men's and the women's. A mimosa from a dress shoe. Yeah. <laughs> so he knows when to get loose, clearly. Yeah. He know- mm-hmm. Are you having a cup of tea? What do you got there? Um, yeah, it's an orange and cinnamon tea. All right, fancy. I'm just trying to keep my hydration up. Good <laughs> day. <laughs> Okay, great. Okay, so they're the top Standards. four. Who are like yep. the, the surprise risers? Like, at a, maybe, you know, who are the ones who you're like, holy shit, they might actually be really, really good. And let's exclude Essendon just for fun, Marnie, because mm. <laughs> <laughs> Marnie's a bomber. Yeah. But no, do you want to talk about the bombers? I mean, I definitely do, but I want to start with Sydney because I genuinely think Sydney oh, is yeah. the most exciting side yes. this season by far. Because also last season, they didn't get a single win on the board, which like first yeah. year in the competition, they only had like a, like a few months to get an entire team together. Yeah. Fair enough. They didn't win at all last season. Four wins at the moment. Four, four. They are genuinely in contention to make finals. They are so... Chloe Malloy. Oh, oh yeah. She's mm. so good. That is the best trade of the history of AFLW competition. It's- Her going to Sydney from Collingwood. And she's just become like a completely different player. And she's like the first person to like... That will be like, yeah, I've, I've grown up a lot. Um, mm. I've really, you yeah, know, I'm a different 100%. person than I was at the starting years of Collingwood. Yada, yada. And, and they play Collingwood next weekend. <laughs> I'm yeah. so excited. They're just going to pump them. Um, mm. Sydney being a powerhouse of the W would be the absolute best thing that could possibly, possibly, possibly happen. This Not is, if you're GWS. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. Sorry. And, and Jacob. Um, the, yeah. the, the last year, they, as, as Man, you just said, they did not win a game, but their crowds were massive. And my worry mm-hmm. was like, okay, well, if they're going to be shit, then they're going to lose yeah, a lot of that momentum. Yeah. But they've shown up in their second year and they are properly good. And mm-hmm. I think their crowds... Who, who has bigger crowds than them at the moment? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think know. many would. Like, I'm, I'm, no, apparently I'm they're getting to... threes and fours and five thousands. Oh well, then Essendon, who also gets well, then <laughs> hello. I was going to say, then lots of people go to the Adelaide games as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's and even last night, like Icon, like I reckon that was th- at least three thousand. I think mm. there's a, I think there's a chance that Sydney's W team could almost become level with the men's team very, very quickly. At least quicker than a lot of other, than a lot of other cities. Mm. Just the vibe up there is really, really open to it, and they could become like this. If they just become good and they become a juggernaut, it's going to be awesome. Like you will see it. I think you'd see the W start to transcend the men's in Sydney in a, in a quicker rate than it would anywhere else. So mm. I, I, I'm um, all for it. Yeah. What's the what's the number one draft pick from last year from Sydney? Oh, uh, Montana Ham. Yeah. But Ali Morfitt, sorry, like not to, <laughs> I do want to put respect on Montana's Ham name. Yes. She's a great player. But Ali Morfitt is um, like very much was going to get the rising star. Like I reckon best ruck in the competition. Right, right, like, right. Could have been all Australian in her first season kind of vibes, but she just broke her wrist. But, like, so good. Okay. And then they've got, like, yeah, Lauren Gardner, who's, like, could be up there for, like, best and fairest. Like, there's all these surprise packets when it comes to... And Scotty Gowans, um, their coach. And what who's I he, love about... He? So, he came from North Melbourne. Um, I was like, I don't want to get the details wrong about this. But the exit wasn't, hey, like, this is the place super for it. good. <laughs> Um, okay, like they, kinda, there was, there like, was like an they got rid of him parting. during the expansion, during the COVID years. Okay. Like COVID and expansion. Yeah, whatever. They got rid of Scotty Gowans, but like he went to Sydney. And so Pride Round is round 10 and f- Sydney don't have it as a home game and they didn't have it last year. And Sydney have like led the space when it yeah. comes to this stuff. So Scotty's like, well, that's not fair. We're just going to go ahead. And the AFL have pushed back and be like, we well, can't paint the arcs rainbow, yada, yada. That has to only be in pride round. And Scotty's like, well, that's not fair. So we're just going to forge ahead and do it anyway. Really? I, Good. Love, I love that Hang vibe. On. They're going so against much. the AFL's rules and they're painting rainbow flags on the ground and stuff. You should You should follow... My my news work. Right. Is this a, we can't get it over here. <laughs> <laughs> all we get is Fox uh, News. Hey, yeah. there's some, and we're far right leaning now. We're yeah. all about um, anti uh, anti masking and stuff now yeah. because of Fox News. Uh, yeah, like I literally had him on the because also he told me this. Um, like we were just like talking at the game, and I was just like, "Oh, would you like?" go on record and say all this stuff he's like yeah yeah yeah, no worries he's just like yeah i don't know why we're getting pushed back from the afl but we're just gonna forge ahead forge ahead anyway that's dope i mean the the, the mardi gras is at the scg or at least it has been in the past mm. the idea of not being able to do pride around there well also like their men's is the only like their men's with st kilda is the only men's side who have a pride round like they're pushing so hard in this space yeah they deserve a home meanwhile qatar anyway. is their major sponsor but let's we can move on <laughs> yeah. from that uh, yeah. <laughs> um uh who, yes so okay that's real and then let's no marnie let's talk bombers yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. so the bombers are a brand new team like last year yeah and they weren't good last year some might say bad um, to begin I with. would say most people would say they were the best out of the four expansion sides. Okay. Okay. Consolation um, prizes. So yes. th- yeah. <laughs> they were the premiers of the <laughs> bottom <was> four. <laughs> 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 no, they were one game out of finals. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they did as well as I think most people expected, which is, and even like this season, they look like a second season team. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say they're up there. Even, like, if they were to beat West Coast later on today and if Lions 
um, lost on Saturday to Adelaide. They could have leapfrogged into the top four, which would have been a remarkable feat, but they definitely, I don't think you can put them in the same category as Melbourne, Brisbane, um, North or Adelaide. It's anywhere near yet because they are still like, it, you can you watch them and there's like dropped marks or missed targets and things that like Nam are just like okay, not yeah, yeah. doing. Mm. But like second season in the competition, it is so exciting. And they just lost one of their main forwards in Dario Bannister to an ACL. Oh bummer! But like Bonnie too good. Their co-captain with Steph Kane, like she's up there as well yeah, in yeah, the coaches' yeah. votes. Could be up. Could be getting votes for best and fairest. Who, am, who else did Bonnie too good play two. for? Oh, pardon? Who did Bonnie too good play for before the Bombers? Western Bulldogs, yeah, so we'll there, get to them, I assume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, I think Essendon fans are primed to love this team if they're not already. Yeah. A team that has been devout, devoid sorry, of, of success for a decade now mm. of any sort of real meaningful way in the men's. The, the, I feel like they're going to just rise and rise, exactly like Sydney, to be honest. Like... Yeah, well, I mean, today we're going to find... I mean, this will go out after the game, I imagine, but mm. we're really going to find out today whether they've got that, like, proper Essendon DNA. Like, if they are a one club, <laughs> they will lose to West Coast. Like, they will absolutely fumble the bag. So you're, you're saying you're getting big crowds out there. How many How many are they predicting at today's mm-hmm. game? Um, I mean, 5pm on a Sunday and it's raining. Um, I'm going to guess there'll be two to three. Mm. Which is still pretty good. And also, I mean, I do want to put credit on, like, the women's... Like, a lot of the fans that I see there, especially the very loud ones, have been there with, like, the VFLW program. Oh, yeah, cool. The A4W program. Painted on, you'd say. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, hardcore women's program, Essendon fans there. Even, like, Simon Madden. Like, he was there at, like, most of the VFLW (laughs) Essendon games. I feel like that guy just walks around. You've seen there? He's always at everything. (laughs) The Maddens are at everything. That's awesome. Okay, so you, you're... Do you know what? I'm getting the vibe you're talking them down a little bit because they, as you've said, they're just out of the four, but you're like, put a lid on it. They're on their way. They're rising. But you don't think this yep. year's they're like a premiership? Real they're contender. not a premiership contender. But, like, even making finals, like, if they just... If they even scrape into finals... That'd be like, nice. I am over the moon. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay. Anyone else? Or, is, or, or can I ask you about the underperforming teams. Yeah, we can go underperforming teams. Who, Although, I mean, Gold Coast are pretty good. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, you like str- them. Strong disagree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I think that they're pretty good comparatively to what they've been. So, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. I watched the game this morning. And okay. one, it's funny you're talking about 3,000 to 5,000 because I think there was literally four people there. Yeah, <laughs> but they own yeah. the stadium. That's four <laughs> d- four people's tickets in their pocket, yeah. full profit. And I was pretty hyped up because I was like, yeah, like go- this is Gold Coast going to make the finals. It's going to be sick. Like, you know, like the men's haven't made it. Um, they're playing Port and then they've got GWS next week. It should be two, you know, absolute stompings. And yeah, that draw was brutal. Especially they when draw? They, they, they drew and they were up by 20 points in the first. Yeah. And it was, yeah, yeah. I was like, that is so... The Gold Coast men's, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. and I was like, we're gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna lose to GWS next week, and we'll miss the finals or something, and it'll be really disappointing. <laughs> but Charlie yeah. Rowbottom appears to be just an uh, an actual legit gun. She who seems to be in from yep. what I've seen the best clearance player in the game. Thirty disposals. Yeah, and have you seen her shrug tackles? Yeah, like insane. Oh and twenty one years old. You know who yeah. I think needs a bit more usage. 
is Daisy mm-hmm. Darcy. Mm, also, best name in the compo. That's an AFL name. That yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's such an AFL name. I love it. Um, oh, but one of the heartbreaking things I think about the fact that they drew is so Yarapulti last season got one win, one draw, and so their goal this season <laughs> is to just beat that. And they are on one win, one draw now. So like after I watched this game, right, and like uh, you know I, I enjoyed it, but I was like you know watching it, and then I decided to watch just the watch AFL mini of the North Melbourne game. Yeah. 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 Good and call. yeah, the difference was like stark. Like uh, there, there, there is, there's definitely a, there's two grades mm. in football. Yeah, we're, we're, mm-hmm. I think Gold Coast yeah. are a way off. You think if we make finals, we'll be, it'll be by luck, right? No, who is, uh, who are the underperforming teams? Um, I think Western Bulldogs that are currently on eight straight losses. You could probably put in that category. Eight straight losses from a foundation team. Yes. Mm. Why are it's they so bad? bad? And like, see, the thing is, is that there are, there is context to it, which is. They lost 13 key players through the expansions, including, like, they lost Bonnie Toogood, who is yes. killing it for Essendon. They lost Mon Conti and Katie Brennan yeah. to Richmond, mm. who were, like, the best performers at Richmond. Libby they lost Birch. Emma Carney. They lost, yeah, Libby Birch. They lost so many, like, not... They didn't just lose players. They lost, like, crucial key players that are now, like, dominating Do you think it would help at all sides. if they if they sacked Beveridge? Now, I know he has nothing yes. to do with this side, but okay, great. Well, that's good that we're going on yeah. record. I don't know, expand it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay, okay. So that. No, that- but, and also, just like, so Nathan Burke is. That, he went yeah. from part time to full time. So, this is the first year of him as a full time coach. And you've got eight straight losses. And even if, like, okay, so you lost 13 players, but like Carlton also lost a lot of players. We've already yeah. talked about Brisbane. They have had a lot of preseason injuries. And this is because of the. Like change of season comp It's the first year That they've had Like a really full Off season Into pre-season And so like Learning how to manage that So you can have A little bit of grace period But like 17 other teams Also did that And they're not on Eight No Ridiculous Mm. No at least They got a flag When they were good Because they've Bottomed out now yeah, and a lot of like their professionalism is called into question, which I think is a really interesting conversation to be having when it comes to AFLW. What do you mean? Well, because you've got teams like NAM and Brisbane and Adelaide who, I mean, the way that they train and treat their bodies is... Um, Good. It's, it's <laughs> the same as the men's, I reckon. Like, it's mm-hmm. it, you know, it's very full-time, even in the off-seasons, even in the, like pre-seasons and then like Nathan Burke slammed in a press conference like a few weeks ago he said you know like there's a difference in standard like you can't skip ice baths you have to eat properly wow and you can yeah and then he and then he like (laughs) walked back those comments the following week but if you're a player and you're hearing that like that's pretty is it so they've got a couple of Jason Horn Francis's have they They've got a couple of <laughs> well, missing the eyes bars. And a lot of and a lot of young a lot of young players where it's like, I mean, if I'm a demon and I'm new and I'm watching the way the way like Kate Hall goes yeah. about it and yeah. you know, like I'm following that where like if you're just a bunch of young new players, it's it's a bit that's harder. A huge that's a huge worry. That's um okay, good. That's good yeah. to know. They should be getting pumped in the media for that. If if they've if they've because they They've got all the infrastructure they need. They have yep. a really experienced coach. They've got. They've been around for eight years. They should be. When you look at the other team in 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 the D's, they are 
they lost no one in the offseason. So why are so many walking away from the dogs? That's a worry. Yeah. And like, even the, like, if you look at the men's, like, Carlton lost six yeah. games and then made a prelim where, like, there's just not the option. Like, there's, like, you just can't do that. You can't have any lulls in the women. So even, like, you lose your first three games, that is so demotivating because it's like, great, we're basically out of finals. Like, our yeah. season's done. It is. <laughs> like, it becomes hyper, hyper important to win. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else underperforming? Um, uh, GWS, which I feel, I genuinely do feel for GWS because they, I mean, even at the very start of day for W, they're like, we're going to, we don't have the facilities. We don't have the resources, but we are just doing this. Like we are all in on the women's program. We're going to go as hard as we do in the men's. We absolutely like, we really want to do this, but like retention of players, the talent pool of New South Mm. Wales, now Sydney's the competition with that like they're on two six and it's just not it's hard to do funny memes when you're getting pumped Mm. yeah and so we're all being deprived (laughs) i know you know but jacob should just you know dig deeper and go harder yeah so but like yeah that's hard and and to look over the other side of town and to see the brand new team pumping it and killing it that's that's really Mm -hmm. hard yeah and i don't know whether you saw but when they had their i don't know whether it's derby or derby I'm going to say Derby. When they had their Sydney Derby, like yeah, Scott Gowan said... Yeah. We had someone then, on to tell us. Yeah, someone someone the spoke... The commentator re- from Western Australia. Yeah, Papalia was very... Because it changes when you change borders. Like yeah. in Western Australia, it might be Derby. And yeah, he was Derby. explaining it's it to us, confusing. but it's I've forgotten. I'm not convinced, though, oh, okay. that WA is a real place <laughs> yeah. with real people. Sure, I've never been there. Yeah, I, I've, <laughs> I've never been there. I don't know. Yeah, that Papalia, I'm pretty sure I was a, a puppet. Yeah. Um. So we can move on from that. Okay, that, so <laughs> GWS are bad. And the Derby, yes, they'll be watching the Derby Derby. Yeah, so ahead of that, in the press conference, Scott Gowans had comments like, we're closer to a premiership than GWS, and it's our second year. And it's true. And it was like, yeah, mm. it was a bit cutting. Yeah. But he yeah. was proved right because they beat GWS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so if looking at the season so far, the yep. biggest controversies or the biggest news segments, what what would you – have you got a couple there? Um. Yes. So, I mean, I, I, the biggest controversy that's going on is you saw the Courtney Hodder mark. Yeah. Yes. That's what just, a joke. This is the, is this the, the AI? Is this the Adelaide, <laughs> the mental people in Adelaide? Okay. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, yeah, I haven't heard yeah, this. Yeah, Marnie, yeah. Marnie's yeah. going to tell you this is the yeah. most ridiculous <laughs> shit you will ever hear. All right. Yeah, yeah. Part of me is watching, is enjoying watching this fold out so much to see how ludicrous it is being like we're getting to equality (laughs) like okay so firstly watch the mark yeah the mark's fantastic the brisbane player what's their name again courtney hotter courtney this is a this is a like it's inarguably the best thing ever that's ever happened on the planet earth yeah yeah yeah, I can't disagree with that. Courtney, you should, honestly, I just want like a good highlights reel of everything that she's done. Because she's had some like goals in grand finals that have been like, mm. what the fuck? Yeah. Like, she's, and she's only 5'2", which puts me to shame because I'm like, oh, it's okay that I'm not very good at footy. I'm tiny. I'm just not built yes. for it. And then you've got the shortest player Five in the competition. Two. When you watch yeah. the W on TV, you're like, okay, everyone's normal size. And then you like, I think, who do I meet? Like. Uh, Sinead Goldrick and Lily Mithen. I'm like, these are teensy tiny people. Yeah, Mithen is so small. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> teensy tiny. Yeah, better. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, that was clearly the mark of the week last week. Unless you well, uh, have you don't watch football, it was clearly the mark mm-hmm. of the week. But it did not win mark of the week. Is that right? Yeah. I think it polled like, was it 17%? Yeah, yeah. I thought votes? it was like 21% or something. It was crazy. 
It was crazy. And yeah, so up against... Um, oh, An Adelaide player. Jones, which I'm like almost certain, but I'm just going to double check that. Nice. Look at this fact checking that Marnie does. This yeah. is what we should do, Tom. Yeah. Instead of just saying like, things and hoping know. they're the truth. What's funny is we do fact check all the time. Yes, that's true. And we're still wrong. <laughs> so Eloise Jones, Adelaide Crows. Mark was good. Like undeniably, it was a good mark, but it wasn't the kind of mark that you're like, okay, well, this needs to be shared on every single I wouldn't, platform. I wouldn't get out of bed for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like put, yeah. Yeah. With like significant majority one mark of the week and Brisbane fans lost their minds yes. mm. online. Rightfully, I think so. Some of the critique was way too far. Like some of the people were coming for AFLW journos and saying that like certain podcasts weren't talking about Brisbane enough and like yada, yada, yada. I was like, oh my God. Like, you know it, what It actually though? got a bit... That, Absolutely. that tells yeah, me that we've almost reached um, a parody. Yeah. We've almost yeah, reached yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the nuffs are coming for you. Yeah, that's oh. a good sign. Anyway, so, so, but, okay, why, why did it get so few votes or comparatively less votes? So the theory is that also Adelaide Crows fans are like full nuffs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my, there are a few... Um, like grand finals of the Adelaide Crows have been in where it's just like, oh, this fan base is like full on. Oh, yeah. Um, the theory is that they have made a bot to just slack, just what's the word? Overtake yeah, polls like, like that, yeah. where yeah, they yeah. just, yeah, just vote like submit to like vote an after extreme vote after amount. Yeah. yeah. And so, whenever there's an Adelaide Crows player who's like mark of the week, goal of the round, whatever, they're going to get it. Is, by there, is there any a proof to this? Like, or is it. Well, th that's why I said theoretically, because I can't. I, Marnie, I, you I don't have to do this. Say, yeah, right. I'm going on record and saying Adelaide are cheating. Yeah. I'm saying that. Marnie's not saying that. Tom, you're kind of saying that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, no, this is. Because that was. There was a that Mark wins Mark of the century. That's the Gary yeah, Moorcroft so far of W. Yeah, that yeah. that, that, that <laughs> it's 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 just a bit of fun. Okay, I like that one. That's good. Yeah, but then Brisbane played Adelaide and Brisbane beat Adelaide and they weren't supposed to. So at least they got their payback. And I think yeah, that's totally. like the Brizzy social team had fun with that. So. I'm really <laughs> I'm really afraid of Brisbane. We're playing them in the last round, and I, I am, think you should be. Yeah, I'm. I'm, and it's at that stupid. Bullshit Ipswich Oval shit. <laughs> this stupid ground that's like in where long reach, like in inland Queensland by four thousand mm. kilometers. We I don't we, we we won a flag there. Look, we have a good record there, but why do we have to play there? Yeah. I mean I don't, I don't know. It's also, it, I do think it's funny because all of these A4W sides are very much just like taken on their home grounds because that's, yes. they play at suburban grounds. They're like, we're going to make it a fortress. Like Essendon have said, you know, like we want teams to hate coming to Windy Hill. Like we want to make it like a, uh -huh. not a fun place for mm. opposition teams yes. to come like Victoria Park and Collingwood, yada, yada. And for yeah. the most, like that's happened except for Brisbane and Springfield. Yeah, like, it's too far away. No one lives there. It's <laughs> Ivan Millat world. Like not, you know, it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's just the bush. Um, that's you mm -hmm. talked uh, that. If I was to say some buzzwords about W, which is why it's nice to go to W games is mm -hmm. here's my top things. It's parking at the front of a house. Mm. <laughs> it's two yeah. food trucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And three, it's not knowing what to do with your can of drink. And put, do I put it at my feet or do I uh, – where is a bin? They're my, that's my W experience. 
You know, and I love um, the Ed Kerno wines at Icon Park. Yeah. Like, the food trucks are like, okay, that's fine. But I love that, like, Ed Kerno's just got his little pet nat stand. <laughs> yeah. I just, I find it so wholesome and so fun. It's, it's a, it is a very, very nice vibe. It's very nice. Um, okay, yeah. what are the other controversies? Um, what did I write down? I just wrote umpiring, just for the sake of, like, of course, there's umpiring controversies. Yeah, yeah. But within, because... Um, AFLW is like umpiring wise is used as a pathway to get into the men. So the standard is lower. So you you can imagine. Yeah, there's been some like the annoyance that everyone has in the men's competition. Like multiply that by Mm. ten. Some of the decisions are interesting. Yeah, I haven't Um, seen advantage paid um, in the wrong time though. To be honest, I think they've been pretty on that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, nice. Razor Ray's been uh, calling a few games, hasn't he? Has he? Yeah, he called a game. Um, I forget. It was a few weeks ago. Razor Ray was on a W game. I forget which game yeah, it was. Yeah, I, mean, I remember seeing him, but was that... When was that? Do they, do they interchange? Like, do, yeah. they, do they go between the two? I know Eleni does a few of them as well. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. Um, and There's then the Michael Pryor comments about the fixture because that was... <laughs> he, he also had to walk them back. They had to... Also, like, the fact that you've got a press conference... And then a few days later, the club have to issue a press release, walking back the statements. Like I love the like drama. Who is Michael yeah. Pryor again? It. So Michael Pryor is the Western Eagles. Western Eagles. <laughs> yeah. The West Coast Eagles. My dad calls them the Weagles. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, the Weagles. So he's the um, coach of the Weagles, and he basically after Nam just destroyed them. He said in the press afterwards, like it's not really fair that the reigning premiers get fixtured against the team that finished 18th when it's only 10 rounds. But he said that <laughs> where Melbourne was the first t- top eight side from last year that they had played all season. <laughs> this is like, the same guy that's ridiculous. been the coach of the Weagles for a while, yeah. This is the one yeah. who, when yeah. the Pride round was on, was like, oh, I don't like, I think this <laughs> yeah. is bad. And I was yeah, like, basically you coach said there's no an AFL for it. W team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And your anti pride round? <laughs> What's wrong with Since you? those comments, he's just worn his little pride hat in so many <laughs> press conferences. That has. was the most like is, how is that possible? Yeah. How could you coach like, and he to say it. Yeah. To think that that's yeah. the right thing to say. Unbelievable. Anyway, yeah, yeah I think he's we've a, done enough of this pride stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is going to have no repercussions. Um, okay, yeah. great. You've got to you've got to go, Marnie. I do. I've got to get to Icon. Yeah. Okay. Let's end with. Okay, who are you picking so far as the uh, front runners for the best player of the year for the? Uh... Well, I mean, it's Jazzy Garner, except that she's never polled votes in the history of AFLW, even Why? though every single year it's like, oh, Jazzy Garner going to get it. Like she's the best player. She just is. She's phenomenal. So Jazzy Garner should be up there I've got like it, it also feels criminal to me that Anne Hatchard and Ebony Marinoff like they don't have Where, yeah. W awards where's Anne Hatchard from Crows and then Marinoff is from also Crows yeah they did Marinoff so they is, still it's like a Petrarca Oliver yeah. situation yeah, yeah. and that one is, one is taking windshield wipers off uh, East <laughs> Melbourne cars is that what you mean or, did you hear about that <laughs> yes yeah oh no I, yeah. I like <laughs> yeah. should just leave Oliver alone, I know absolutely yeah. I know um, I, I, that's my take. I'll get into it later. Don't worry about that. Um, okay, so there your front row. So you would go um, Jazzy Garner at the moment. 
Yeah, Jazzy Garner. But then, like, Ali Anderson is also, I think, going to poll quite well again because she won last year and very much in a Lockie Neal situation. Like, she yeah, was, okay. she did her speech, like, in her Apple Watch. Like, she had no idea she was getting it very she much. She did her like, speech in, in her Apple final. Watch? Like, right well, yeah, just like she wasn't like, prepared oh, to be on TV yeah. or anything. She, like, she had a nice dress on, but she did not think that she was going to... Um, can Apple Watches do that now? Oh, yeah, you can type on your Apple Watch. You can, like, dictate to it. No, I mean, like, she was wearing it. Sorry, she was wearing it. I just, I just think it's a funny. Um, oh, she like point she because she, like she was so unprepared to be on TV and like be like the center of the night that she that left she, her Apple Watch on. She right. left her Apple Watch. Wow, on. I thought that, you meant that she. I think the girlies will understand this. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, no, but it was very yeah. So they were also in the grand final. Um, no, they weren't because it was Melbourne. Brisbane, yes, they were. Yes, they yeah. were. Sorry. Yeah, so they were also in a grand final. We're kind of like, well, let's wrap this up and get to bed. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, very surprising. But I think she's going to poll well again this year, especially because Emily Bates um, isn't there to take votes yeah, off her. And no, she is having yeah. like a cracker of a season. And then Lauren Gardner for the Sydney Swans, who yeah. is a forward. And we love forwards and back woman um, mm. okay. polling well. If Bonnie polls well, I'm going to go... Like, you're gonna go. You're gonna go the fuck off. She's gonna be running around Crown throwing haymakers if that happens. It's Charlie for me, Mans. Charlie, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Charlie is very. But then it's like, I mean, I know the two of you like talking about Vic Bias, but like, (laughs) I think it definitely comes into play, especially when you've got umpires voting who are very. Like, it is a pathway for them to get into the men's. Like, very. Like, a few of them would say that they love just there. Like, they're so focused on. Do I don't want to say not. There's less travel game, for umpires as well, yeah. So if you're Adelaide based or Queensland based, you're more likely to have those games. I feel that's something I just feel, and I don't know if it's um, the truth or not. Yeah, but also the organisation. So one of my mates is an umpire, and he sent me a photo of his accreditation that he got in the mail like two days before the game started. Like <laughs> it is very haphazard. Yeah, right. <laughs> there I go. Quick bounce, it, bounce <laughs> yeah, the pill. Off your trot. Um, yeah, Mans. You yeah. you've got to go call. You've got to go work. Cover this game, so we won't hold mm-hmm. you. Uh, we'll chat to you soon. Um, we'll be back in Australia soon, so we can do in the room, and we can. Uh, That's cool. We, we will be. It'll be hard to do without the delay. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> we'll just have to do our best. Um, do a little. Do a, a applause. Like do it on the audio. Please thank Marty Vinyl for our <laughs> AFLW update. What a wonderful yarn. Yarn with man. That's a good way to put it. Mm. Tom, all the trades happened. Yeah. Melbourne got a big full forward. Yeah. Gold Coast. Kept um, all their big high picks. No, you got something more valuable. <laughs> points. We Tom. got so many points. points. Let's go through and give our grade of every team. Um, can I say one thing before we do it? Yes. Someone tweeted a photo. Did you see that photo that was going around of like the dra- the the trading class of 2023 and that had like all the pictures of everyone who got traded? Yeah. And someone tweeted, could you have named a single one of these players before <laughs> the trade period? And I went through and I was like, I reckon I could name four of them. Yeah, 40. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't know who the fuck Lockie Schultz is. No, I had never heard of him before he became a Collingwood player. I, I agree. There was one thread of a Collingwood guy that I saw that was yeah. like, 
you know, he's not worth a trade. He's a he's a not he's not elite. He's not worth trade. He's not worth above seventy. Yeah. And the second one, he's no good. And then he comes from, and then the next comment with hit like Lockie Schultz is an elite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like just their fan bases, they just all right. Tops and turns. Let's start at the top. All right. The Are Adela- you going to tell me what yeah. they did? Yes. Okay. Adelaide Crows. They brought in Chris Burgess, who I'm a massive fan of. They lost Shane McAdam and Tom. D- Doody. Yeah, Tom Doody. Um, and they I, have picks 10, 14, 20, and 89. Yeah, great. They've uh, got they've they've got all their futures and shit. Yeah. And a second re- So I'm going by the AFL.com.au. Yeah. You know, they, they got Jordan Dawson and Isaac Rankin the last two years. They're expected to target a rival star who could help them leap in 2024. They were interested in Clayton Oliver. Yeah. They went after Harry Petty. Yeah. Why wouldn't they leave us alone? Well, they thought those two were gettable, I guess. Anyway, they got their guy, Chris Burgess. Yeah. So he I, would be, for me, someone... If he if he spat on me on the street... Yeah, you wouldn't know. No. Um, he's, like, an excellent VFL player. And I for wanted who? For Gold Coast. Oh. I, I really wanted... And he, he's played... He got games with Gold Coast in the last few years and was really good. I really wanted you guys to get him. If I thought if you couldn't get uh. anyone else, I wanted him because he's, he's good, but he probably won't get a game. And they've lost two awesome players. It helped the Crows with key position depth while moving them up the draft order, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Because we need the... Yeah. It's... Yeah. Don't don't start me on the point thing. Uh, why? What's wrong with the points? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just it hurts every year when we trade away so many awesome picks and awesome players and yeah. get points back. It just hurts a little bit. Okay. I know that's stupid. Crows, what do you give them as a grade? I give them a D. They lost two awesome players and they got a VFL player. McAdam's not awesome, is he? Oh, why not? I will pump him up. <laughs> But then Burgess, and then they, what, did they get the draft picks off you, no? Yeah, no. they must have, yeah. We probably gave them pick four or something. No, they've got ten. Ten's their highest pick. Yeah, right, we must have given them that. I don't think so, because I think they finished in that position. Maybe we gave them nothing, I don't know. But Dodie's really good. He, he's always injured, doesn't he? I don't think he's played like eight fact check, not fact checking, but yeah. I don't think he's played more than like 10 to 12 games a year. I give them an E for irrelevant. Yeah. And I know <laughs> it starts with an I. Yeah, irrelevant. Irrelevant, all yeah. right? Brisbane Lions, yeah, coming straight off uh, that last game they lost. Yeah, they bring in Tom Dodo. I'm sick of talking about Tom Doty. Yeah, all we do on this podcast is talk about Tom Doty. Yeah, I agree. Is that Brent- even how you say his name? Uh, no, it could be Duday. I want to say. I think D- it's Duday. I want to say Dodoe. Yeah, let's say Dodoe. <laughs> I think it's Duday. Tom Duday. Dude, it is. It's Tom Duday. Yeah. I just I, I used to have him super coach and say his name wrong every week, so Who? stuck with me. Brandon Ryan came in as well. Never heard of him. They lost Fullerton and yep. Jack Gunston. Yeah, that was absurd, wasn't it? Their draft picks are dismal. Yeah. Their top pick is 30. Oh, God. They got 30, 39, 51, 54, 67, 97. Yeah. Oof. It's a quiet year. They just played in the grand final. Yeah. They're a premiership team. I don't think they'll be too stressed about what it. What did they need? They don't need anything, really. No, they, they just need to play better at the MCG. That's their big thing. Um, or, 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 you know, for umpires to call yeah, advantage yeah, yeah. when it should be. They, they, could, <laughs> they could do with um, a better ruck, but I think McInerney's really good. So McInerney. I know McInerney, you got that sorry, one wrong. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting they got rid of Fullerton. Clearly, they think he's rubbish if, because uh, McInerney must be retiring. Like I think it's a nothing. It's, it's like it's one of those players who wasn't going to play. He was behind yeah. other players. Yeah. There's no chance. Yeah. So, so Melbourne grabbed him for play full forward. What do you give Brisbane here? Uh, an E for irrelevant. <laughs> Great. 
The Carlton Football Club, or as yeah. they're known, the Blue Baggers. Yeah. Why are they the Baggers, though? Because they carry around blue bags. No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> who arrived? Elijah oh, Hollands. It broke my heart, Braden. Elijah Hollands. Who left? Zach Fisher and Paddy Dow. Yeah. They've got the their highest pick is pick 22. Oh, no, no involvement yeah. whatsoever. Can I tell you something about Zach Fisher and Paddy Dow? Two names I know greatly, mm. but Ken... Absolutely Very none of Yeah, they really haven't lived up to expectations. They've lost some fringe players. Was Fisher at GWS before? Was he one of the ones? Don't ask me questions. Yeah, I think Zach Fisher might have been at GWS before. Are um, you sure, Tom? No, I'm not sure, but I think he might have been. And Paddy Dow has always shown promise, but has not been able to stay in the senior side and hasn't been able to really perform at the level needed. But there, there's still hope that he might be able to. He played for Carlton. Yep. And that's it, Tom. Right. I was very wrong about that. He I apologise. Six years, 107 games, yeah. 53 goals, and now he's a North Melbourne Yeah, player. we're talking about Zach Fisher there. Um, but yeah, Elijah Hollands is interesting because Elijah didn't come on like a... Tell me about Elijah Hollands. So, Elijah, so obviously he's gone to Carlton because his brother um, was a lower draft pick than him, but has been playing really well. Nick and Brody. So it's Elijah and then it's... Nick and Brody Holland. Nick Holland. Richmond and Hawthorne. I don't know what you're saying. The brothers, Nick and Brody. Oh, Holland, no, I don't think in the so, Hawth- no. Played in Hawthorne and Richmond in Melbourne in 2002. No, no. No? I can't actually remember Elijah's brother's name, but he's playing for Carlton and he had a really good debut year. But um, Elijah was just one of those players who was a really high draft pick. I think he might have been thir- pick three. And that he is just, high. He just he, I think he got drafted COVID year, so we didn't get to see him. Yeah. And then the next year he didn't play at all. But I always had this idea that he was going to be like a superstar you know yeah. I really believed it and he just never, never came really on. came on and now he's going to play with his brother and coming home so how so. do you feel about losing him well it, it's like I don't it doesn't bother me genuinely like good on you it hurts a little bit because I thought he was going to be something special but really it's just another drive home of awful recruiting by Gold Coast do you think he no good I think what's interesting is like I think he was like pick three and his brother was like pick nine and his brother was like so much better him than him year one. So it's like, what's going on there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, what do you give Carlton? I think that's... I think Elijah, if he comes on, if he gets his shit together and reaches his potential, he could be a genuine A-grade midfielder. So it's probably a massive win, I think, to be honest. Yeah, okay. If... I, it's a big if. Maybe a B. Okay, I give him a, I give him a C. Yeah. I'm, it's boring. You bored me, Carlton. Yeah, B for boring, yeah. Uh, Collingwood Football Club. Yeah. Coming fresh off a of premiership, yeah. who arrived, Lockie Schultz, yeah. who I believe, uh, as of news this week, yeah. um, was he's won eight Brownlows. Yeah, I think he might be the best player in the right. league. Yeah, and they lost Jack Ginnivan, yeah, and Taylor Adams. Yeah, and they'll be entering the draft at nineteen. So they didn't trade any picks. It doesn't yeah. look like they're just taking nineteen as the premiers. Um, they send a future first round pick to Fremantle as part of the Lockie Schultz deal. Yeah. So that'll be there. Um, look, they got a very good uh, forward in. I actually, I think this is like the, there's been whispers of this and Collingwood fans will hate this, but I think the Taylor Adams story is huge because they preach how good their culture is and they preach, yeah, they preach culture constantly. That's all we hear about how good their culture is. And during grand final week, Taylor Adams is up having meetings with Sydney as the vice captain. He, apparently he didn't go. 
Right. His there, was manager no, there was no direct. I have no problem with it. If your manager. Neither do I. It's just like, it's just not indicative of what they preach, I think. He wasn't playing, was the thing. Yeah, so he, he got was, injured, though, right? Surely, as vice captain, you got to be More than anything. And, I think it's very strange for a vice captain to want to leave. That's what I mean. That's a, like, they preach culture, and then this guy's like, nah, I want out after a grand final. It's interesting. It's interesting. I think it should be, a, uh, there might be more. Can, I, can I ask you a question, a yeah, Tom Armstrong me. question? Yeah. Did Taylor Adams play for GWS? I reckon he did, yeah. <laughs> I reckon he did. That's a great game. That's all. Oh. <laughs> did they play for GWS? Quizmeisters. <laughs> yeah. um, if you're listening, quiz. can we do a did they play for <laughs> GWS? GWS? That's quiz. a great game. Oh, uh, that's funny. I reckon he did. Yes, he, yeah, did. he did. He played 31 games for him. Look, they got better. They got better. They did some really good recruiting last year. They have a Norm Smith they brought in 12 months ago. So yeah. it makes sense you don't want to change too much. Yeah. They lost two very good players, right? They, hey, and by the way, mm. talking about all this Ginevan stuff yeah. and the rumours around it, yeah. we're not going to go into rumours. No. I'm above that. Yeah, sure. You're above that. Yeah. But I just want you all listening at home to know I know all of the rumours. <laughs> I know them all. I'm not going <laughs> to proliferate them. Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah. I'm not going to, but I, I've heard them all. Yeah. Um, Broden's in forums trying to find them. <laughs> I'm, I've read it all, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ginevan at Hawthorne, just quietly. Yeah, he'll probably be a superstar there, honestly. Like in that system, if he gets his shit together. It upsets me how often people say that he um, tries to play for freeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it'd be really good. I think it's interesting. I think they've done so well, Collingwood, with like Markov and other great pickups. Even our mate Checkers, you know. Yeah. That it, it, it won't hurt them too much that they lost a couple of good players. They get a, a B. Yeah, I think a B as well. B for boring. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I should look at Lockie Shield's highlights, but I can't be fucked. Yeah, um, I'm I, sure I, he's great. I think a punishment should be being forced to watch a Fremantle game. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree. Um, Essendon. Oh, here we go. Who arrived? Speaking of who the fuck's this guy? Yeah. Xavier Dersma. Oh, no, no. Dersma is a very, very, very good player, Broden. Can you spell his name? Uh, Z-A-V-I-E-R. So far, so good. D-W-R-S-M-A. When you say D-W-R-S-M-A. I mean D-U-U-R-S-M-A. Okay, good. Because it's um, Dwuzma. No, no. He, he came in with Rosie and Butters. He was like, it was like the three young kids and he was as good as them. And I'm not sure why Butters and Rosie have risen up to be a level above, but he was awesome. When I, when I read these ins for Essendon, yeah. I, do you know the word that comes to my head? Yeah. Pressure. Yes, yes, yes. Xavier yes, Dersma, Jade yeah. Gresham. Yeah, interesting pickup. Todd Goldstein. Yeah. Ben Mackay. Yeah, it's pretty huge. Who is a pick three yeah. quality good. Pick oh, two yeah. quality good. They're hu- I think they've done very well. Early Crow, A plus for them, but I think... Um, they lost Massimo D'Ambrosia and Zerk Thatcher. Yeah, Zerk Thatcher I think is good, but no- nothing on who they brought in. Replacing Zerk Thatcher with Mackay is like... Yes. Unbelievable. And, and Goldstein's interesting because I don't think he'll get a game. Um, who's, who's the main rocket Essendon? Draper. Yeah, he's who's good. a young gun? He's goal good. of the year last year. Yeah, against Gold Coast. I could be wrong about Goldstein, but he strikes me as someone who was really good and is now happy to just like cruise his way out of the league. I think so. I think he should have gone to Geelong three or four years ago when he was free agent. Yeah, um, I think that would have he would have won a flag. They've got then, good. Yeah. They've got good draft picks. They've held on to their uh, their drafty, so they got a nine. Yeah, and then thirty one's their next one. Old Dodoro, he's done now. Yeah, thank God. I think that's why they've done well this year. <laughs> 
<laughs> you reckon he didn't have much to do with yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but also, I, I think the thing is, it's like, the other thing I will say, even though I'm giving Essendon an A+, plus, is that they often do this and then nothing comes to yeah. place. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, for whatever reason, they get all these great names on paper. Like, they bring in Sheil and Saad and all these. You're like, oh, my God. And then they just still lose. I'm going to put go out on a limb here. I'm going to give them an A+. Plus. Yeah, I'm giving them an A+, plus as well. Bec- and I think if they don't win the flag, it's a disappointing year. Yeah, I, I agree. And the media agrees with us as well. Fremantle Dockers. Yeah. They, I'm told they are a team from WA. Yeah. Who arrived? This is great. Yeah. Nil is what it says here. <laughs> Who left? Joel Hamling. Yeah. Liam Henry. Yeah. Lockie Schultz. Yeah. But their draft picks, Tom. Yeah. All their draft picks. <laughs> their top pick, 34. Is that because they've lost their number one pick? They to, gave it to us. To, yeah. With the, in the, in the, the, Luke Jackson trade. The Dockers accrued a powerful hand in next year's draft, holding their own first round selection and adding both Collingwood and Port Adelaide's first round picks. So next year, yeah, they are expecting to have three first rounders. Yeah, now nah, they're fucked. They're, Bri- <laughs> they're Brisbane six, seven years ago. When I started watching football, every year, everyone left Brisbane. Like year but, after year, everyone left. And now they are losing people every single but year. But they get good players in, like Luke Jackson. They, they have brought in a few good players and they, tra- they, they draft well. But everyone just fucking leaves. It's crazy. They extracted good value for Schultz and have traded strategic- strategically for future selections. But where does that put them for this year is my question. Yeah. Hmm. I, think, like, I think they could be uh, wooden spooners. And if what is it? What if, if everyone keeps wanting to go home? Yeah. What is the value of a good draft pick? No one wants to go home at West Coast though. Like that's the thing. Like, I don't know. You know my controversial opinions about going home. The question is, will looks like uh, what's his face is going to be going to uh, West Coast? Who best player in the league? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? I don't know. The number one draft pick. Who? His name's like Ren and Stimpy or something. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> Red and Stimpy Yeah, something like that Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played VFL for He's Ren's. very good yeah. We're excited for Ren and Stimpy <laughs> Alright, I give Frio a C I give them a, an E for irrelevant I think they're relevant Nah They'll, they'll be wooden spinners next year I'm calling it now I'm happy to call it now <laughs> Wooden spinners next year You'll forget that But I want you to remember that Yeah, the fans held me accountable What? The fans held you accountable. No, they will hold me accountable. <laughs> You've lost the plot. <laughs> I have. It's been a long day. Yeah. Who arrived? Nil. Yeah. Who left? Asava Radigalia. Yeah. They didn't want to get rid of him. Well, no, I'm not sure about that, Brayden. I think apparently they've become the Dodoros. Oh, a bit hard to... They were, no, apparently they were cunts to work with. Like, that's oh, what I right. read. Like, and this Asava stuff, like, he didn't... Cunt in your park. Yeah, like, he just, like, whatever, right? Like, you know, and then suddenly Brad Scott was coming out saying he's my favourite player on the team Which and is, he's worked pick, pick five and but all that's, this crazy that's stuff. Strange, that's strange for Brad Scott to do. <laughs> I know. That's really strange Sorry, for Brad Chris Scott, Scott to do. <laughs> I mean, Chris Scott. But yeah, did you see that? He came out and was like... He's my favourite player. Yeah, like, he, you know, we well, rate him so him, highly. Make him sign your fucking Guernsey, Chris. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, he... um, I Yeah, that's what I heard, that they were just impossible to deal with. And the Asava stuff was just crazy. They have pick eight, 25, and then bullshit ones. Yeah. Cats kept all their trading to here and now, so no futures. No. Their long haggle over Asava was finalised on Wednesday with Geelong thrashing out a deal with Port that involved 76 and 94. That's sweet the deal but started with pick number 25 on its own. That's fucked. I think, yeah, 20, maybe Port. They've was, got issues, man. Yeah. They have issues. Yeah. 
They've done nothing to get younger or better. Yeah, no, they they uh, they could be wooden spooners, actually. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think um, they'll be hard pressed to to make the grand, the finals. And Hawkins should have come to Melbourne. I reckon. Geelong get a D. I think they get an E for irrelevant. Fair enough. I'm just taking a catchphrase S- and running speaking with it. For, speaking of irrelevant, <laughs> the Gold, Gold Coast, Coast Suns. Suns. Now, who arrived? No one. No one. Nil. Apart from Hardy, Dimmer. Yeah. Hardy. Hardy. <laughs> Dimmer. Who <laughs> left? Is- who left? Burgess, Marbior Chole, and Elijah <laughs> Hollands. Your and top pick. So many picks. Your top pick is 24. We oh, traded away no. so many picks. Oh, yeah. So th- on paper. Yeah. It's awful. On paper, awful. On paper, it hurts so bad. If you look at a mock draft, you have pick number two. Yeah, correct. And and like seven and t- nine or something, right? Aren't we getting three top This tenors? period was all about accruing draft index points to match the expected bids on Jed Walter, Ethan Reed, Jake Rogers, and Will Graham. Yeah. The truth is you've got four gun players yeah. coming in to an already stacked Gold Coast Suns with a brand new elite super coach. Yeah. This, the, it's never been a better time to get on the sun to buy some stakes in Gold Coast, but it just it just reads so awfully. Um, our mate Marnie did a profile or an interview or whatever you call it on um, Jed Walters, and she was like, "He's an outstanding character. I can't wait." Really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really exciting. Oh man, you're gonna be and, and but you say goodbye to Chol. I yeah, love Chol. Yeah, I don't, I don't know I how I feel about that. Love like, yeah. Chol. I'm gonna miss <laughs> Chol, but he'll be great at Hawthorne. Yeah, he, he's exactly what they need. With Absolutely. my favorite player kicking to him from the middle. Yeah, not Will Day. No, Newcomb, John Newcomb. Giant Newcomb. Oh, yeah. I love John Newcomb. Yeah, no, I'm sad to see the back of back of Chol. Really, <laughs> uh, I give you guys an A plus because uh, you've done everything you need to do. Yeah, no, it's true. It's just so B for boring. No, A plus for the best players in the league. <laughs> yeah, no. Hopefully they come in there awesome. GWS Giants. Yeah. Hey, what I'm realizing is this trade period. Having the radio with install the fucking ream yeah. and uh, Spectre ads and mm-hmm. would make you think that lots of trades were happening. No trades happened. Nah, and it was really like mostly B and C grade players. Yes. Mostly. No one came in for the Giants. No. Who left? Matthew Flynn. Yeah, who's their secondary ruckman. Who did he go to? He's a free agent. He went to West Coast. Oh, yeah. That, that'd be good for him. You re- They re-signed Brandon, Braden Pruce. Yeah. Oh, they kept Prucey. Got so Bruce, Bruce will be the backup, right? They uh, they were linked with Fantasia or Fantasia. Yeah. And they're armed with pick seven. Yeah, that'd be good for them. They don't need it. They're, they're stacked. I love them. Yeah, yeah. boring. They yeah, get a B for, for boring. boring. Yeah. yeah. Hawthorne. Big, big, yeah, big. Yeah, big moves. Big moves. We didn't talk about Gunston. Yeah, what the to... fuck was up with that? Who arrived? Jack Ginevan, Jack Gunston, Jack Choll, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Massimo D'Ambrosio. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But that, they just could in three really great forwards. They lost Brockman, Kaczynski, and Ryan. Yeah, well, Kaczynski's a, a forward, so they've lost... Who I thought was very good. He's been injured a bit, but I got big, big hype on Kaczynski, so that'll be interesting to see how he goes. They're among the busiest on the last day of the trade period, bringing in four players to add to their rebuilding list. Among them was Ginevan. Obviously, that shock. I know all the rumours. <laughs> um, He'll be fucking great for him. Do you know who it pushes out, though? His uh, old mate from Port who went to Hawthorne, uh, little uh, Chad, with his name, little, you know, with his tongue, bit his tongue off. Bit his tongue off? Yeah, bit his tongue off. Played for Haw- plays for Hawthorne. Little Chad. Chad Wingard? Yes. Oh, yeah. Small he forward. He played for GWS as well. No, he didn't. Didn't he? No. They oh, he refused him. to yes. go to GWS. That's right, yeah, yeah. 
that's the one thing he didn't do. Yeah, correct. They also have pick four. Yeah, that's great. That'll be a powerful pick. A very well handled Hawthorne period, and I could just see them fucking flying right up. Yeah, yeah, I think not so. with Chol, not with Gunston. Actually, maybe they won't rise. None of these players are going to change your life. I think they will. I think bring them in because I think where Hawthorne's been really good is the Sam Mitchell midfield. Yeah. So bring in three more targets that are like excellent. They get a B from me. I, I think they get an A plus. <laughs> well, yeah. we, ha- we haven't given an A yet. Yeah, no. A's aren't deserved. Now let's get to the serious stuff. Okay. This is, this is probably the greatest um, trade period in the history of the AFL. Melbourne brought in. Mm. Get ready for this. Yeah. Hold on to your dicks. Yeah. Jack Billings. Yes. Tom Fullerton. Yes. Shane McAdam. Yes. My favourite part of it. Uh, who left? Brody Grundy, James Harms, James Jordan. Yeah. My favourite period of this is when behind the scenes, days before, getting rumours left, right and centre about the full forwards Melbourne was meeting with, yep. including apparently they offered Tom Hawkins huge, huge money. Huge and I think money, he should have taken it. Right? Yeah. Huge money. And then the article a day before is... When we never said we were looking for a full forward. <laughs> we never said that. In fact, we're so excited for Petty. Petty's going to play forward. They did an article. They released an article a day before the trade period ended saying, Petty's going to play full forward, which yeah. is the biggest white flag you'll ever fucking see. We oh, surrender. It's disgraceful. They shit the bed. Jack Billings, fine. I was excited for Jack Billings until I spoke to every St. Kilda fan. Yeah, I think the Saints is a bit of a whipping boy for the Saints. I genuinely rate Billings. I, I don't think he's lived up to expectations, and I think that's fair, but I think he'll be like... Um, who's that winger you guys brought in? Uh, Lockie Hunter. Yeah, no, like a whipping boy for Bulldogs as well, but it's been very serviceable, well, very be good. good. Yeah, Tom Fullerton won't play. No, he won't play. And Shane McAdam... I have no idea. We have too many small forwards. Yeah, I don't think he makes forwards. sense. I genuinely, even though you tweeted as a joke that Simon Goodwin was like, Grundy didn't work bringing in all the smalls. I genuinely think that might be his idea. Like, we're getting inside 50s. Let's bring it to ground. Let's do the mosquito thing. Yeah, I don't know. He's a motherfucker. <laughs> um, at, okay. This isn't, an, and then we have pick six and 11. So we're going to bring yeah, in some good go. players. Yeah, 100%. Let me tell you this though. Yeah. At worst... Melbourne might have a bit of a culture problem. Yeah. At, at best, wait, at best, we might have a bit of a culture yes. problem. Yeah. At worst, they've, the people who are in charge of the Melbourne Football Club, being Kate Roffey, Gary Pert, Simon Goodwin, have overseen one of the biggest fumbling of the bags yeah. in the history of sport. Yes. How, the, the way that this has all fallen apart. Yeah. Guys on coke playing before finals as their children are being born, like all the other stuff. Yeah, bad man. They're really bad. I was alluding to this earlier, and people laughed at me. That, but that's the thing, Melbourne. Really every time they're questioned about this from last year, from the Stephen May punching on at a steak restaurant. Yeah, to the good one at the at the at, on the punt with yes, Gorney. Yep. All that stuff. Yeah, all the way. Defend it, defend it, defend it. Yeah, but the truth is, oh. Uh, we missed we the reason we're not in a grand final is because we missed a few points. We missed yeah. a few goals. Yeah. Yeah, but you missed a few goals because you're off a bit. Yeah. So I'm look, I hope they pull it together, but it, the man needs to take some responsibility yeah. in Simon Goodwin. It's a wait and see, but like honestly, if you have another season like that with more culture issues, then get him rid of him. Yeah. If, if we're bad, if, oh, get rid of him. Yeah. Hot, hot take from Broden Kelly. Yeah. Um, what do we give him? I give him B for break even. D. Yeah, okay. D for the demons. Yeah. North Melbourne brought in Dylan Stevens, Zach Fisher, and 
I'm going to do my best, folks. Bogoya Nuyon, who is from... Um, who did he play for? I don't know. I remember I've enjoying- never heard of Bogoya. Yeah, he was good. I saw him. Uh, yeah. From Richmond. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Kangaroos uh, now hold a royal flush at the draft. Yeah. Two, three, 15, 17, and 18. Yeah. Five in yeah. the first round. Yeah. This is what I wanted West Coast to do, and they didn't have the goal to do it. They're cowards. I but then also, what the goal to have Harry Mackay rated as a pick three. I mean, there's that. No one has had better concessions. This is the. I'm I not agree saying, with you. I, I, the I AFL landscape, the AFL media have said, no one's had a better run at it now. Yeah, totally. And I think, um, I think. Uh, we could talk about it for hours, like the compensation and how the compensation is a little bit broken and a little bit off. But like, I do think that being compensated for losing a Ben Mackay is a good thing. Yeah. Whether it should be pick three or whatever, that's debatable. But yes, they have one of the best hands of all time. And if they fumble this bag, Broden, they should be sent to New Zealand to be the first New Zealand AFL wow. team. Here's my take for North Melbourne fans. If yeah. you're a North Melbourne fan, here's what I think you should be doing. You should not be vocal. You should be like, oh, yeah. Don't be ever bragging. Yeah. But when the doors are closed, you should be absolute, You should be just going to town on yourself. Yeah. Because you've got Alastair Clarkson, who knows how to coach. You've already got the best full forward in the league. Yeah. You've got the makings of a gun team already there. Huge midfield, yeah. Plus a sweet, a good draft. Yeah. You are in such a good position. You should be so happy. Yeah. You should. Next year will be a write-off, but it'll be exciting to go to games at Marvel, and you know, you know, it'll be it'll be rough. Yeah. But you should be. Don't brag about it. Be wrapped. Yeah, and I think I give them an A plus plus. Yeah. And here's the thing, Brad. I give them an A plus plus. It's interesting you say that they might have a middling year next year because I think somehow we've got their pick one. What? I think somehow Gold Coast has their first rounder for next year. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Are you basing that? Oh, we can check. Should actually. I fact check that? Because I don't know why, but I, I feel like that's true, which would be unbelievable. The Kangaroos were given two end of first round draft picks for 2024 as part of their assistance package from the AFL, but traded them both out. This was expected because both were subject to review at the end of the next season. Right. So we End of first round. Oh, okay. So I thought we had their first pick, but we've probably got their A plus 16 plus or something. More. Yeah, right. Enjoy this period. Port Adelaide. They got Radagalia, Van Soldo, Jordan Sweet, and Brandon Zerk Thatcher. Huge. Yeah, that's good. To be honest. Yeah. They could be friggin' dangerous next year, Paul. I think they should be. Yeah. They just lost Dersma. Yeah, who I who I rate, but they had plenty going at his position. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they've done incredibly well. I give them an A. Yeah, I think I give them an A because. Wow, first A. Because they're, all of those players are, are potential players. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Like, Th- Zerk Thatcher and Soldo, they could all be so good, but they haven't really shown it yet. Same I, with Radicalia. I forgot how many players, how many teams are in the AFL. Yeah. We've been going for hours. Richmond. <laughs> lost. Or who arrived? Kaczynski. Exactly what they needed. 100%. Yeah. Lynch and Kaczynski. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Bogoya Nuyon and Soldo. Yeah. Soldo surprising. Yeah. I guess it was, uh, yeah, I, I yeah. It's He's behind, behind the captain. Yeah, I guess that's what happens. Yeah, a bit boring, but a nice little in. Yeah, I think they're relying on Taranto Hopper being still the big thing. That yeah, 
And they got rid of so many assets that they can't do much. And this, is, this is Adam Uze's uh, team. Yeah, it's going to Says be to me that he didn't want big change and it looks like they're not going for a rebuild. This to me, yeah. that this draft period or this trade period says to me, Uze came and said, we're good. Yeah. Get me another forward. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting if you're a Richmond fan. It is, yeah. Uh, I give them a C. Yeah, I give them a B for boring. St Kilda. Yeah. They got Paddy Dow and Liam Henry. Yeah. They lost Jade Gresham, Nick Caulfield, Jack Billings. Yeah. They got pick 13. It wasn't the blow up that I expected, to be honest. Yeah. Billings was a surprise, I guess. But yeah, I thought Lyon was going to blow it up and he didn't really. No, he didn't. No, no he, he walked. I guess all those comments to the media were just putting pressure on, I guess. <sighs> they have 13, 21 and 40. Landed two former top 10 picks in Paddy Dow and Liam Henry. Top yeah. 10. Yeah. In low-cost deals. So that's good movement. Yeah. Dow was included in a complex four-club trade that sent Caulfield to the Bulldogs. Henry was acquired with a future... Hey, so there were players traded for players. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that so. that hadn't happened in like nine years or oh, something. Oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Billings for opportunities. We got him for nothing. Yeah. It was going to take some time for Silvani and Gabby... Gubby Allen to mould this list but they got players in the door they wanted and secured an end of first round conversation pick for losing Jade Gresham it's a bit B for boring for yeah me. maybe even a C for yeah Kang I, I, what are they he because remember Ross's whole thing was let's get rid of everyone. no I thought he was going to be trading the likes of like who's their captain Jack Steele Nick Rewald <laughs> I thought I, I would never trade Jack Steele. Let's be on the record about that. I just thought that he might want to blow it up to that level, you know? Let me present to you an argument for the best trade period. Okay. Sydney Swans. Yeah, I'm listening. Did you give St. Kilda one C? Yeah, I gave him a C for King. Sydney Swans. James Jordan, who is very good. Trust me. Sydney yeah, I think fans. Jordan's good. Brody Grundy, who's just like has been on ice for a year. Yeah. Hamling, Joel Hamling. Yeah. And Taylor Adams. They lost Dylan Stevens. They have picked yeah. 12. Yeah, that's pretty bloody good. I think it's interesting because I think Jordan and Stevens are probably on the similar level of like good up and coming midfielders. So they basically got everyone else for free. Yes. <laughs> you know, so it's pretty bloody good, isn't it? Uh, who's Joel Hamling? Joel Hamling is from Freo, right? He's just a yeah, good player from Yeah, helps offset the yeah. early retirement of Paddy McCartan, so he's a key defender. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Wow. The, the, those four straight in. Do you reckon Grundy going there had anything to do with Adams? Because they'd be best buddies. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, some people put that forward. Yeah. I doubt it. That was an original thought I just want to put out there, but yeah. Could be, although they were like, hey, it, wouldn't have, it couldn't have hurt. No, no, it can't have hurt, no. But like, we could move in together, guys. They're going to be... This is, that, this, is the, this is A triple plus. This is an A plus for me, I think. Yeah. You don't think it's that good? I, I think it's I think it's really <laughs> the, the, the grading we've built out now is A plus. I think bad. it's really good, but I, I think you can't get an A triple plus when the the huge positives are older players. Brody Grundy's like twenty nine, man. No. Yes. So you reckon he'll play for another five years? Yeah, that's what he's contract. What about is. Taylor Adams? How many years will he play for? He's thirty. Yeah. Taylor Adams is thirty. Yeah, I think it's grouse. I think it's grouse. Grundy is 29, man. They're yeah. But they're fine. Yeah, that's grouse. It is grouse. They'll be real, so much better for it. It'd be cool if Grundy came back and had the, the year we were expecting him to have this year. Who arrived at the West Coast Eagles? Tyler Brockman, Matthew Flynn, and very soon, Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Tyler Brockman? Uh, they... Sh- 
West Coast should be ashamed, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, is who's wrong gonna? With you? It's hard to be at the bottom. And have players want to come play for you. You should know that of all people. Yeah. Do a North Melbourne then. Just fucking blow it up. Whether they wanted to lose Mackay or not. Like, just blow it up, guys. You're just going to be mediocre and nothing again next year, mate. Like They got Ren and Stimpy. Build around Ren and Stimpy. But we've what? Like, we've picked 28 or whatever they've got. Like, you know what I mean? Like The Eagles have time to get active and boost their ability to add talent through the AFL draft. But it has so far suited them to sit tight and let the value of their pick number one grow. If they do trade pick number one, which apparently I guess you can still do. Right, yeah. I think I think you can trade picks on the night now. And hand over access to young star Harley Reid. Harley Reid, not Ren and Stevie. I knew it was Ren Reid, you A know? deal could come as late as draft night. Yeah. Whilst the list requires multiple talented youngsters. So the guy they like from Perth is pick six. Pick six, In the, right. in the uh, indicative yeah, right. phantom draft. Is Jed Walters number two? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Just yeah, a personal cool, interest. Cool. Just- I give them an E for irrelevant. Yeah, me too. I, I just I don't know what their plan is, except for we're rich, we don't care if we're shit. Western Bulldogs, James Harms and Nick Caulfield come in. They yep. lose Jordan Sweet. They yep. got pick five. Okay. Well done. Yeah, well, the, They got was, him off us, didn't they? Yes, they yeah, did. They got pick five off you. Dogs, yeah. That was very good. Yeah. They have so many good players. I know. It's unbelievable. The Dogs sent their future first round pick to the Gold Coast, helping them gain pick number five. Oh, so we have their first pick next year. So if they go downhill, that's good for us. The Bulldogs successfully brought in multiple late selections to match the expected early bid with Croft in mind. Right. Is that a father-son? So they have another... Every year they have someone from their academy or or father-son or something. That's crazy. So many handouts. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Look, it's boring. It's boring, though. It is. It's hugely boring. Harmsy will be good. I love watching James Harms. He deserves to play AFL. I'm surprised that you let him go, to be honest. I thought he was a bit of a heart and soul player. Can't get into the team. Yeah. He's a premiership player for us. Yeah. Bulldogs know him. You always loved him playing. Yeah, I like Harms. I think he'll be really good there, but they've got some. It's like surely beverages last year, yeah. Yeah, if, 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 if they if don't, if they don't do well, yeah. And surely. that's our grading. Awesome. That's we're back, folks. Yeah, we're back. We'll see you next week. Little highlight coming up midweek. Oh yeah, we'll record an intro for that. Yep. And then we'll see you next week when. When's the draft? I don't know. I think it's be W finals before the draft, won't it? Isn't it W finals next week? We're going to be back in town next week. Yeah, so we're going to be on it. And we're going to be watching it in normal times. Yeah, can't wait. It's going to be so much easier to follow. Yeah, it'll be so easy to follow. Yeah. The AFL draft. Why can't I just Google AFL draft date? I'm sure you can. And then put in the year as well. November 21st. It's yeah. ages away. Yeah, so I think W will be almost done, won't it? No, yeah. no, 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 no. It'll be like... No, it's in December, the grand final. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, hey... You got any songs? Um, I've been listening to... Ch- do you know Chase and, St- and St- Status? From the films... Um, from uh, from Snatch? So Chase and Status are a British duo and they've been making like dubstep and drum and bass for like 25 They're years. They're in the right? Driver series, yeah? <laughs> I don't know what that is. but um, Chase and Statham? Chase and... Oh, I see. Very clever. No, Chase and Status. They say Status, but it's Chase and Status. They've been making... Great, yeah, like classic English music for like 25 years. Oh. And they just did a boiler room set. It is so much fun, so popping. The only thing I don't like is when they, you know, rewind the track and start it again. Do you like that? 
What? It's like a DJ trope. Is like when you play a song and it's like halfway through the drop and everyone's loving it. They go, "This song's so good, we've got to play it again." So they foo, 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 and they oh. play it again. So I hate that, but their boiler room set. Let's do it with this podcast. Let it start again now. <laughs> foo, 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 foo. Yeah. So go listen to the Chase and Status boiler room set. Sick. All right. I've, I haven't listened to music. Yeah, but we'll shout out your brother Mitch again. Yeah. All right. Go listen to Arnie Ziff's new song. Yeah, it's great. So he's got a whole EP out. Yeah, a whole EP out. Listen to all the songs. Yeah. This episode, as always, brought to you by our bloody good mates at Quizmeisters. They have over 150 shows a week. It's Australia's most popular and least shit Mm. trivia. Mm. And because you listen to this podcast, you get a little secret code. So hit bounce that pill when booking for a 10% off code. Head to quizmeisters.com forward slash the footy to have the best night of your quizzing life. Enjoy the week. Bounce that pill.